Pipe it up, squad. What's up? We got, we're back for season two, episode, I don't know, seven, six. Do I ever know? I don't think I ever know. We got two guests today. Um, I'm pretty, they're pretty contrasting guests, so I think you're going to like them. Uh, we got Swagner and we got um, Michael Nenz. I don't know how to say his last name, but it's Michael. Um, and you, I think you, some of you might know him just from the videos he creates, but we're going to get started right away, um, you know, checking out one of our sponsors. So I just want to give a quick shout out, you know, um, to Rochester Wiffleball League, W or RWL for short. Their league started in upstate New York, and you know they got bored just like we all do. Decided to film wiffleball games. They got four teams, or they had four teams, one player in each, except for one team had two. Um, they only played three games last season. They lost some of their footage, but they're gonna be back this year. They added two teams, and they're having a ten game season. And then in the next year. They're adding two more teams and having a 14-game season. So that's what we like to see, just straight-up growth and hopefully prosperity. Um, we're wishing them the best, and you know, I hope you guys go check them out. That's Rochester Wiffleball League, or um, I think on Instagram it's RWB. So look up that, look up Rochester Wiffleball, go check them out. But let's get straight into our first guest. Hey, welcome, welcome. We got our first guest for today's pod, Michael. Michael, why don't you introduce? I I feel like I won't be able to do you justice by intro. Sorry, I would have got had like a pre thing conversation with you, but it just starts recording. And I don't really know how to how to crop it, so I feel like uh, I can't really do you justice by by introducing you. I mean, I'll say <laughs> how I knew I know you. This is Michael. He uh, Michael creates a lot of really cool videos for mlw and stuff so i wanted to get him on and stuff but michael why don't you introduce yourself really really sell yourself though all Come right on, don't hold it back really okay <laughs> yeah i'll make sure i really plug myself uh so yeah my name's michael uh also i go by nickens uh for yeah. my youtube and instagram i'm mostly uh, a video content creator for mlw um i create uh uh, kind of analysis videos plus uh, some memes on the side just for funs, and yeah, I, I've been doing this for probably uh, a few months, really posting. Um, yeah, I've probably been watching for a while now. Um, that was gonna ready. be my yeah, that was gonna be my first question. You're like, when did you start watching? But like, first off, I just want to like say uh, like congratulations. Like, I they're they're my favorite. MLW like wow thank videos you I... outside our hours like <laughs> every time I see I every time I see you post on YouTube I'm like I gotta check this out I'm really excited for your next one but we'll, we'll talk about that later because I have some questions yeah for some of your videos but um yeah so like when did you start watching so really I didn't start watching until quarantine so I play oh, okay. collegiate Seriously. disc golf and I've been playing disc golf for a while oh, now so when the summer is gone you know I watch disc golf videos from like yeah. The professionals. Um, so when COVID hit, there was nothing to watch, and I really needed some sports to watch. And in my recommended came MLW about this is probably May, Mayor, mm-hmm. and I was immediately hooked. I like watched the first video for 2020, and I was like, wait, 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 I gotta watch everything to get. So I backed up all the way to 2017. I watched a little bit of the earlier that's ones, sick. but I couldn't. That's sad. So yeah, the first one I watched was a sad, a sad year. <laughs> So sad year. I was a young. I was a young. Ch- I couldn't even drive yet. Then I was still getting dropped off by my parents <laughs> in games. Oh, dude. <laughs> Which correction? I want to make a quick, just a quick correction to the uh, awards video. Tommy makes a joke at me that I am 21, still searching for a ring. 
Uh-uh, I am only 19 still searching oh, for a ring, so I still got two years before that comes into play. Oh, geez. <laughs> That's not bad. Um, it'd be, losing would be a lot easier if I was 21. What? Um, okay, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. You know who's a big disc golfer in our league? Who? It's Ryan. Ryan Crouch. Really? He's huge. He, I tried getting a disc off with him a little bit ago, so he was like, giving me, he's like, yeah, you need some lat, lat 64 discs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And then it just hurt my shoulder too much. Like, I didn't like it. So yeah, this, there's know, a whole like technique that. to it. Like this golf is like 90% technique, 10% strength. Yeah. yeah. I feel that. I, I just, I, I resorted to like the, uh, not going across my body, just kind of doing like a sidearm sort of thing. That just didn't work. Yeah. Sidearm's a lot easier for people. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, so if you, I guess if you start watching 2017, you got to ask, like, who's your favorite? Like, did that endear you to the – did it, like, promote the Mallards or did it kind of – No, I, I've, I've always sad. actually been a Cobras fan. Uh, That's <laughs> so, uh, First person I've talked to that has been. Yeah, so I actually, like, really loved, like, hustle and personality and – like I felt like you guys had the most personality and hustle on the field, so that's what I really, well, yes. really liked. <laughs> so that's okay. that's what drew, drew me to the Cobras, uh, even Let's though go. the villains of the league or whatever, you know. Yeah. But, All right. So when did you start? When did you get this idea? Like, okay, I wanna, I wanna start creating these videos. If you guys haven't gone and watched these videos, either pause it now and go watch <laughs> them, or look them up after because they're really they're they're actually sick. Uh, like some of the, well, the meme ones are just kind of funny. Like, yeah, they're just like little memes. short memes. <laughs> but he goes in like, I mean, the, you have two up right now that I would say like analysis ones, which are the batting tiers and the pitching tiers. Yes. And they're like, it's crazy. They're so, they're very entertaining to watch. So yeah. why don't you like, what, what got you to think about, hey, I want to do this? I was, so I joined the MLW subreddit and the MLW discord probably oh, like yeah. fall of this past year, which is like really I've, interesting. Cause like this is I've taken a visit down that dark, dark deep. Rabbit hole. <laughs> yes. I it's... had to clear up some stuff. Yes. Very, which at the time there was not like a ton of posting other than like videos yeah. and stuff. And one of the mods or something started like posting about like, you know, in-depth analysis and stuff. And, I got pretty into it. And I've always been to like sports analysis and stuff like that. Yeah. And I noticed that like on YouTube, like there's like almost, there's not a ton of guys or, who are making YouTube videos about the MLW. I know there's a lot of Instagram accounts and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's not really my lane. I'm, I'm more into making the videos yeah. and YouTube uh, content. So yeah. I learned, I pretty much taught myself how to edit and record and then oh. just started making videos. Yeah. And I, I don't, I pretty much everything I do is with free, free editing software yeah. and stuff like that. And it's, you know, I mean, it's still, I, I just find a way, you got to find a way to make it a good quality video. Through so, that. Yeah. They're, they're very simple. They're very simple, but it's like, it's my, it's my kind of like analysis. Like I watch videos like this on like other sports on movies on songs like i watch these type of videos all the time so it's like it was right in my lane yeah like john boy and, and guys like that you know oh they just my have God, gifts they have like okay, little gifts I'm of so things glad. And, I'm yeah so i glad love john boy. john boy fan because john boy is like my favorite he's my john boy's my, I, I can't get down this rabbit hole because i will yeah i'll talk about it forever too i have a lot of people that i, I watch for love sports john boy. Analysis. like that's um, good sports and guys like that but 
But yeah, uh, no, I had to jump. I had to jump on the MOW Reddit a couple of weeks ago because I had to clear some questions about the legitimacy of my colorblindness. <laughs> there, people were wondering. Never, I had to give the people an answer. Never thought I'd see the, the day. Thing, it was the first thing I saw. Like I looked. I think I looked up my name. I looked up my name on Google. I said I looked up Drew Davis. Nothing really popped up. So I looked up Drew Davis MOW, and then yeah, it took me straight to Reddit and was like, "Is Drew Davis actually colorblind?" And I was like, yeah, I am. That's interesting. I would, you know, not the most controversial thing about Drew Davis this year is not whether or not he's a good player, it's whether or not he's colorblind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) and and see, it's a good excuse. Someone says, like, Drew, you suck. I was like, I'm colorblind. So, like, if I do good, (laughs) it's like, it's it's more of a proud thing. Like, I'm doing it for all the colorblind people. Yeah, you're doing it for the colorblind people. (laughs) Community. Me and Alec Orta are are um, revolutionaries in the colorblind community. Right. The, the wiffle ball community will never be the same without you guys doing it for the colorblind people. So, Yeah. Did you, okay. What, okay. I, I mean, I've looked kind of at the success of your videos a little bit and you, they're like upwards of a thousand. Like that's pretty good. Like, yeah. So the picture tier of- list um, got shouted out by uh, who, I, I don't know. But there's probably a few of you guys who do the, that's uh, how I found it. Yeah. I, uh, but I DM'd, I actually, I DM'd the guys and was like, hey, can I post this? Because I don't want to, like, get copyright claimed as, like, you know, already. So I, I, I DM'd them, like, the day I was going before Disney World, I DM'd, like, hey, can I post this? And then they gave mm-hmm. me the go-ahead. And so I did that. And I was driving down to Disney World, actually, as, like, like the day of, like, it got shouted out on the Instagram and like I stopped at this really sketchy gas station with my <laughs> girlfriend now fiance. Girlfriend yeah, I was gonna say I thought you, I was gonna say I thought you got engaged. Yeah, I did get engaged. Congratulations. Thank you, appreciate it. Yes. So I stopped and like I hadn't been looking at my phone for at least four hours at that point. And the first thing that popped up on my notifications was like MLW mentioned you in their story. And I was like, holy crap, no way. And I, I was absolutely flabbergasted that because I didn't ask them to shout me out or anything. I just kind of mm-hmm. was. Wait, we did? Yeah. Did and we? so that's the reason it oh, blew up us. is because of the MLW story posts. So that blew that video up to 1.1K nice. at the moment. Um, and then the other video is probably around to have 100 to 300 views with only, okay. I only have 47 subscribers at the moment. So well, I'm one of them. Yeah. I'm a peaker. No, but the bad tears. Okay. So then you did so you, yeah you started off with this pitch and tears one which um basically like I mean you can kind of explain it shortly just you know how it's how it's set up and stuff the format of it yeah. it's basically like I made a tier list and then put like certain qualifications for like what I'm looking for in each tier um so yeah. I did that at the beginning to kind of set up the rest of the video so that way like if you had questions like okay why isn't this person here that's kind of why and yeah. I just did it for the 2020 season because. Uh, in my mind, like as much as I like think all time is really great, I honestly feel like the longevity of the league, the league itself is going to be pretty long. And so mm-hmm. to do such a to do already where you guys are just now getting to the point of like really stepping up like the level of competitiveness in the league, like to try and do an all time tier list would be crazy. So it's just yeah. it was just for the 2020 season. And so mm-hmm. I just did like a little blurb about everybody who pitched. So like it wasn't yeah, just I, like you. It wasn't just like the big you know starting pitchers. It was like I wanted everybody. to include everybody. <laughs> yeah, you put Andy in there, and I was like, that was funny cycle. Yeah, I put Andy, um, Neil. I put Neil in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
I appreciate what you did for me, though, because, I mean, this is obviously, like, just, and, like, it is obvious. This is, like, my the worst season I've ever played. Right. And I still got, I still got, I was, I was like, okay, that's not a bad tier. Let's go. For, that, was, that was what I would have put myself in. Like, when I, before I watched the video, I'm like, I bet I'm going to be in this one. Yeah, I tried this one. And then yeah. I, I was like, okay, sick. <laughs> so I'm just with the batting one. <laughs> that's good i'm glad I, that i pretty much everybody like i think all the mlw guys have pretty much agreed with me i did get yeah i got <laughs> chadwick followed me and gave me a really nice uh compliments of all the videos and then said you know i should really be in double s tier man and so uh, <laughs> that was funny don't shout out to, to chadwick don't, don't do that don't don't <laughs> no, he was, mess, he was just messing like around <laughs> don't get persuaded by big names like this man uh, they'll come for you um <laughs> No, but yeah, so your next video is this is a cool one, guys. Like, so this one I'm super looking forward to. And from what I know of it, and I wanted to ask you a question on it, but all right. So you're so you're you're creating a um a pitch arsenal video for like each pitcher, like what kind of they throw is it for each pitcher kind of so I'm just doing, in the league? I'm doing the first two, so because to do all of everybody would be way too yeah. much time. You're doing, and, you're doing the first what? I'm doing the like the two guys who would pitch most consistently for each team this year. So oh, oh, it's wow. gonna be you okay. and Sean. It's gonna be uh, uh, Dan, Dan and uh, Clayton. Clayton. It's gonna be yeah. okay. those guys. That's, that's sick. Okay, I didn't. Yeah, see, oh, I didn't know if you were gonna do like each player's pitch arsenal or just the pitch arsenal in MLW. Like here's a slider in MLW, and then it shows the everybody's different slider. So I I like that though that you're going to, like each person. And yeah. then the question I was gonna ask you. Have you so like how close are you being done with that? I'm probably like a third of the way through the pitchers, so I've got. Have you like, gotten I, to me yet? You got. I did you first. I actually did you okay. first. So Let's I did. Go. I did it by team. I, I did Cobras, okay. Eagles. Yeah, let me pull up my script for it. Can I, I see what you have? Because I want to see. I want to see if I need to add one. Because I throw. I feel like it, a lot of different stuff. So currently, I have like. And I, I will say, like, I may, like, definitely miss, like, type something. Um, I'm just kind of calling it as I see it here. Let me. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to be too hard because I know, like, there's, like, one pitch I throw. Just it's the same pitch, just different arm angles. Uh, do I need to add your I have it. I have it in a Google Doc. Do I need to add your email or something? No, you're good. Just tell me. Okay. Just, so, just so I, I've also got it, it based off, like, sidearm versus overhand. Sidearm is kind of submarine okay. and overhand. So like yeah. you pitch mostly sidearm. So I have your slider drop as your signature okay. pitch. Like everybody knows you throw. Right. I have a riser. I have a fastball. I have a slider. Um, I have like a rising screwball slash yeah, two yeah. team riser. Okay. So like you throw yeah. one that's really breaks, and then the other one kind of doesn't break as much. Yes. And then yeah. I have your I have your changeup. And Thank God. Commented, you commented on it, and I was like, "Where is this pitch at?" And I found it, and it's when J- you strike James out with it during the Preds yeah, I game. Threw, I only threw it once. I only threw it once this year. I threw it. If you go to the 2017 season, I threw it a lot, like yes. against the Preds. I remember against the Preds, I threw it a ton. Um, I learned that pitch from Kyle, kind of. And actually, I, I'm pretty proud of myself. The fact that there's been two pitches that I've kind of taught other pitchers, and I yeah. think you're going to be surprised to hear because it's pretty like the pedigree on these pitches is pretty high. Okay. So Ryan Cratch's screwball. Yeah. I, I had, had some, pitches. I had some 
some persuasion. Like we were in my backyard and we were learning how to throw pitches. Mm-hmm. Like we were, I was teaching him. And he was like, how do you throw your screwball? I was like, ah, oh, just do this. And so he was practicing with me. Obviously he throws it better than me now. Cause I just don't throw it that much. I don't like it. Um, I think he only threw it twice. Like from what I saw. Yeah. I didn't throw it that much. And then Kyle's, I usually only throw it. Um, I usually throw my screwball to set up my slide drop. So I mm-hmm. won't throw it late in the count. I throw, I'll throw my screwball like early. So, cause it's like the same arm angle as my slide drop. They just go in complete opposite directions. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so, and then Kyle's slide drop actually, like his new drop that he's been throwing, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, Drew, I tried like trying to take like some stuff from you. And I was like, that broke my heart in such a happy way. I was like, what? <laughs> broke Kyle? Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, that's, these are cool. Like this is a super cool concept that I think you're coming up with. Yeah. And, um, I'm really happy to like see, I'm excited to see kind of where the video like I want to see how it turns out, and I really hope that um, this kind of boosts your channel a little bit because, like, I think you need to be more popular. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I, you know, I just started out like a couple months ago, so I mean, the support I have gotten has just been great, especially from the MLW guys. I don't know how yeah. many you guys have watched it, but I've had a, a few of the rookies have reached out not all of them uh, mm-hmm. i think like half of the rookies have like commented on the videos and like okay you and sean have and i can't remember who else but everybody who sent me such nice messages i really appreciate it so yeah um what do you think of this new whiff last question what do you think of this new whiff war i am really excited i think it's an interesting like new kind of way to yeah. analyze things i don't know until uh MLW Wiffle fan really releases the video, like what exactly it's targeted to do. But I know I do understand wins above replacement. So hey, did, did you ever um did you ever see I don't know if you were following MLW at the time, but earlier this year, like Sean, his Sean's brother Joey, who was on my team two years ago, mm-hmm. um, he created something. They're both really good at math, the phone boys. And Joey created something called the Flindex, because He's super into like the the money ball concept and stuff like that, and basically yeah. what the whiff war is, and basically it's like it was whiff war before whiff war. It was like the early stages, and that's where MLW fan said that like they got the idea from, I mm. think, and like that's kind of what they based off of. But if you haven't, I would suggest trying to find that in the MLW Instagram. The yeah, index, it's I hilarious. I gotta have to look at that up because that's probably a really fun thing to do. <laughs> yeah, no, it's hilarious though, but um. Where, where are you based out of? So I am in, this is really funny. I'm in East Tennessee. Um, way, I probably a way away from the, I'm one, I'm way away from like the location of you guys where wiffle ball is popular. And two, I'm like out of the age demographic for the most part. <laughs> I am, uh, yeah. I was, was going to ask, like, I was going to see like, maybe like for our tournaments, like what tournaments we have close to you. Nothing. You know, like, yeah, I mean. I'm 21. Well, so I'm an, I'm an okay. old head obviously yeah. <laughs> I mean, tom's 21 kyle's 21 um, i think and i looked on the analytics on my video and like all my videos and like 80 percent of my audience is 18 to 24 really yeah, yeah it's a different kind of demographic that i'm hitting oh. um i think i looked on our demographic i can't look right now but i think yeah our demographics was like mostly a little bit under and a lot of our demographic was very old and i'm just assuming that's because 
that's people are signed into like their mom like parents accounts yeah yeah so i was like i'm like damn the 40 year olds are really getting into this <laughs> um but uh but yeah no um yeah i'm excited to see your new videos and stuff like that and i hope this helps you out thanks for helping me out and jumping okay. on the pod I, I think i hope people will be interested in this i i know i am um, yeah i was excited to have you on and stuff like that but hopefully at one point maybe you can come to one of our tournaments if we're close to you yeah uh, we'll see i mean you never know i mean i have uh i mean are are you by florida i mean there's a chance that we go to florida at some point in the next few years i mean maybe depends on where in florida i've i mean i've driven to florida of course it's 10 hours away so like oh okay i mean it's like it's no different from illinois honestly so (laughs) okay gotcha um well yeah man Uh, i appreciate having you on i mean this is probably gonna release sometime on friday i think but uh i got I'll, I'll, i i'm gonna have another guest on too but um thanks for, thanks for coming on man i appreciate it um yeah. i'll definitely like be hitting you up th- throughout the season stuff to uh see what's going on with your next videos i'm excited for more ideas that you have yeah of course i got, got a, a bunch in there but i've got a i got plenty of videos ideas i've got stuff written down to do so all right yeah, I mean, i'm a little next I'm a little biased whenever I watch. Yeah, I appreciate right. that you keep the cobras. You never, you never bash on the cobras too much, which I like. A lot of, a lot of the other fan pages, you know, we get, we get harped on a lot. So yeah, that's. I mean, I try to that's take things from a more objective view. You know, I'm the, we're the I'm the Bryce Harper man. The, the Bryce Harper. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, Yasiel I, Puig. Yasiel Puig. Uh, who else? <laughs> um, like I mean, uh, I like Russell. I mean, Russell West. I'm not a basketball fan, but like Russell Westbrook, I don't know. Lamelo Ball, James Harden, good. James Harden. Yeah, yeah, man. But um, yeah, I appreciate having you on. Uh, thanks for coming on and just yeah. Um, good, thanks good for having me, channel, on. man. Yeah, and good luck uh, with your upcoming wedding. Thank you. Appreciate it. Gonna be at, but yeah, it goes well. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. See you, boss. Hey, see you, buddy. I mean, that better. Yeah, better now. All right, cool. How you doing, man? Good, good. Are you? Uh, are you... I'm pretty good. Are you are you in the great state of Michigan right now, or are you in uh, Rhode Island? I am. I'm. Oh, um, okay. I'm leaving this weekend to go back. Okay, cool, cool. We're gonna we're gonna just go straight into it, just because I don't really know how to edit it when it's on the uh, phone, because my computer broke. So that's what I'm doing over the phone right now. Um. So okay. I can't really edit stuff, but um, yeah. How 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 was your break and stuff? How was your Christmas? You came back from college, like you're going back. You like you said this weekend back up to Bryant University. But uh, how was your Christmas break and stuff? How has it been since the season ended? Yeah, man, it was good. I had a good break. Um, you know, obviously with Corona and stuff, not everything was open, but um, just try to stay busy and uh. You know, make sure I'm in shape for the season oh, yeah. this year. Got after it in the gym in the off season, as well as the wiffle ball season, yeah. of course. Um, I got to put my time in there, obviously. <laughs> but I yeah, mean, Christmas was great. You know, got to see some family members, so it was awesome. I've been prison lifting pretty hard on the pull up bars and the uh, and the dumbbells and stuff. So I don't have a gym membership right now. I'm I'm getting one. That's that's the only way to do I'm, it. I'm getting one when I uh, when I move. I'm moving in this Friday to an apartment in GR. So um, I'll probably get a gym membership up there. Right on. But but yeah, you're staying in shape and stuff. That's sick. But um, 
are you excited for the lacrosse season? I, I don't. I think it's kind of a cool thing about about you that not that's like different than a lot of the kids in our league is that. Well, I, that's one reason I know a lot of kids have always asked like about getting a Jack Agner jersey and stuff like that. So, do you want to talk about a little bit about that situation, like why, like it's just your situation in general? Because your situation in this league is definitely different than most people's. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's been it's been weird. I I've had uh, talks with Kyle about this, but um, I've wanted to obviously get my jersey on the site because um, I'd hope there'd be some fans out there that would buy it. But um, yeah, basically just, you know, since I'm a college athlete, um, there's rules uh, being a part of the NCAA that don't allow you to um, profit off your name or athletic likeness. Yeah. And so the fact that wiffle ball is um, technically another sport and my Jersey would in fact have my name on the back and it's and it's something you know relating to athletics that would technically be an NCAA violation if I was receiving profits from that mm-hmm. so that's just kind of why my jersey has has never been up there on the site we've always had to kind of you know pick a different magic player to put up on there yeah so that's yeah yeah cause I, I was always interested in that just because and I know like um I think Michigan signed a I think Michigan signed a bill um wasn't it like this past week or something that allowed uh, college athletes in Michigan to start receiving some marketing, but um, since I don't know, I, I don't really know much about it. But I figure even if it, even if that was like allowed, you go to school out of state, so it wouldn't really uh, affect you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not actually familiar with that, but um, I know just over the past year there has been a lot of um, reconfiguring with the rules. Uh, NCAA likeness so you know that's why like we haven't seen a NCAA football video game since so, yeah, everyone's hoping we get one of those um in the next couple of years or whatever so they are making some progress towards a little bit more uh fair business dealings I guess because yeah. it's pretty much just the NCAA yeah I mean if that's, you, uh, that's if you're, pretty fair college representation but um in terms of your wiffle ball career um so you came in the same year I came in I think right was it or no no yeah, you you played like the last game of the 2016 season, right? And then and then you kind of started off. Okay, um, so you played the last game. I think yep. the last game was against me. It was against me. And your first home run, like your first career home run, was ever was against me. I remember that. Do you you, you remember that game well? Yes, I do remember that as well. <laughs> I do. That was actually like those were some of my favorite games, like playing in the beginning, just because. I had mm-hmm. no idea like what to expect going in there. It was kind of just Warda calling me up and he's like, Hey, you know, I had a guy drop, like I need someone uh-huh. to play. Do you want to come out and play? Like, it's a good time. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'm always, I'm, I'm competitive, you know, I'm down to, down to, uh, you know, put it all out there on the line. And uh, it was just so much fun. I, and I remember, um, I do remember hitting remember that home run off very vividly. Because it, it, it was the, funny, <laughs> it's the funniest coverage I've ever seen in whatever you turn to the camera put your hands behind your back and then just like, I'd so, I don't know. It was just like the smuggest look on your face as you kind of like lazily shuffled down the first baseline with your hands behind your back, staring at the camera. <laughs> it's one of the best celebrations I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just funny. 
Yeah, that was, I do remember that. It was just, it's funny because I'm, you know, I'm not a baseball guy, like don't have a baseball background. So even like some of the little rules of the game and, 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 you know, sort of like the game within the game stuff, I really didn't know, like just coming into the league. Um, So, you know, (laughs) know, I love a little flashy celebration or whatever, but I was, that that was just my natural, like instinct just because you know i've been struggling yeah. at the plate and i finally connected it was with great was do like, you like uh, pretty hype about it i don't think we ever i don't think we really like uh connected during that series like we didn't really talk or anything you know we just kind of played against each other do you remember i don't really, i don't remember like the first time we actually like we we uh like started talking and stuff but do you remember do you remember at all like the first time like what was your first impression of me i kind of asked all my guests this because i just want to know like what was their first impression of me because i feel like i've changed a lot in the past five years Um, definitely. I, you know, the first like conversation we had, I don't know. It was definitely at school. I um, might have like came up. I might have like, you know, the part of Yeah. I think it was at school. Cause it was kind of like, we'd show up for yeah. wiffle ball, but I didn't really know who you were the first couple of years. And then like, I saw you in the halls and it was sort of a, you yeah. know, what's up type deal. Um, but I mean, to be completely transparent with you, when I first first impression, I definitely yeah, thought you no, were a bit of a weenie, okay. like for sure. And <laughs> as, we, as we've gotten to as we've gotten to know each to know each other and stuff, um, I definitely have a ton of respect for you. You're you know, people give you a hard time and stuff uh, in the league and on social media. And, <laughs> uh, I wish they saw you know kind of the all the scenes of what goes on because um, I definitely oh, have I appreciate lot, that have I have a lot of respect for, respect so. for um, yeah. like you probably don't even like uh, realize it but you know um, like or like like again that first year like you said like you just say hi like at school and stuff that meant a lot to me like you like you and the, some of the older kids like you Noah um, Kyle Tommy just all like everyone kind of like in that group that age um, like you guys whenever we'd see each other in the hallway you guys like saying hi to me and stuff like that that meant a lot to me because you know I was new to the school um, I didn't have a lot of friends or whatever, but um, so like you guys, you know, coming up to me and uh, trying to start conversation or just, just saying hi and stuff that meant a lot to me. So I appreciate, I respect you guys doing that and appreciate you guys doing that to me when I, when, you know, when I was at school and stuff. Um, yeah. For, yeah. I do remember sure. us. I'm, I'm, I'm losing you. I'm losing you here a little bit. I don't know what's going on. Oh, you, you are? My service, yeah. There's been a little. There's been a little bit of a problem, I think, throughout. I was just, did you hear what you had? You heard what I said, though, right? Like the majority of it, I'm assuming. All right, guys, we're back. We had some, we had a bunch of technical difficulty stuff where we're actually, this is a, two days later, we're trying to record this, but um, Jack's back. Um, we're actually together now. So I know in the first kind of interview, it might be a little choppy just because the editing might be uh, a little hard for me. Um, we talked a lot about Jack's background and stuff. But so I wanted to talk to Jack, you know, especially about his role as being a manager now because he joined the league as, as a Preds member, um, you know, two years ago, he got to have his own team. So do you want to like kind of venture in on how that happened? Like what happened with Kyle? What were the talks like? Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, obviously it was it was tough the the year after leaving the Preds, having them yeah. win the World Series. That was that was tough. I was very happy for them. Um, I knew they were going to be good. You know, once we got cratched the year before, they kind of we, we we turned it around at the end of the season. I knew they were going to have a good good year the next year. But um, really, the whole basis on just uh, me becoming a manager. You know, I knew Kyle um, wanted to expand the league and add more teams, and um, 
you know, I, I, I really wanted to have a part of that and, and be a part of growing the league and just, you know, have another um, face on a new team that people knew and, um, you know, that the fans could gravitate towards. So, you know, obviously we made the playoffs both years, which was mm-hmm. fortunate and, um, you know, looking for more success next year. Yeah, I mean, this year, what, you guys were two inches from from yes. beating the Preds yes. on that Liam Jackson hit that almost went out. Like, I didn't... I, like, when I was told about it, so I was talking to, I think, Chadwick or something about it, and I was like, how'd the series go? And he was like, yeah, Liam almost hit a home run. And I, I didn't really know what that meant. And then when I watched the video, I was like, oh, he almost hit a home run. Like, that was... Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, we came we came down to one run. You know, that's just players making plays, and we yeah. come up inches short. That's how it goes. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, personally, I think you're, like, the perfect choice for a manager just because of your personality and kind of like the character you bring to the league just the energy that you have um is so like important to a team's foundation um i think you can see that like your guys's team is kind of known like you don't have the daniel schultz or anybody like that or the the cratch um you know you guys are just kind of a solid team that you know gets things done really for sure yeah i mean i try to i try to bring that you know sort of grit mentality Mm -hmm. of just like whatever it takes because obviously, you know, like we talked about before, I don't really have like a baseball background yeah. or anything. Kind of just going out there, trying to make plays and, you know, try to uh, have my team sort of emulate that same mentality. Just like whatever it mm-hmm. takes, whatever we got to do to win. Well, the, I think the funny thing is, is um, I think it I think it started back probably four years ago. I think maybe your second year in the Preds or something. We were talking about maybe linking up on a team at some point, yeah. and then when you went to the Magic, it got even, like I mentioned. I I remember, I remember you were like, "Yeah, I might not be on the Preds next year. I may be starting a new team." You didn't know if you were like starting starting one yet, and I was I was like, "I mean, Jack, you know, you got you always got a spot over here at the Cobra." <laughs> I was like, "I definitely want to play with you." And then you said something like, "Hey, why don't you just come to the Magic?" And I was like, I was like thinking, about it. I was like, "Whoa, that might be kind of interesting. New team, new squad. Me and Jack kind of." Uh, you know, hitting the, hitting sure. the rings together, that'd be sweet. But for sure, um, yeah, I was I was definitely trying to pull the strings. It kind of got <laughs> to the point where it was like I was either gonna stay on the Preds or um, you know start my new team and kind of have to build it up from scratch. Because just talking with Kyle, you know, I was asking him like, hey, could I pull Wardo with me or could I bring Drew? And it was kind of you know he kind of wanted to maintain the integrity of the managers on their yeah. team at that point in time, um, you know, and not make huge blockbuster trades to kind of leave the Cobras out to dry, yeah. you know, so. Which is another, like, kind of interesting, like, um, I guess, uh, trait of, like, being a manager is, like, once you kind of become a manager of a team, like, yeah, that, that's, team. that's your it's team your for, like, yeah. for, for, like, the rest of your kind of career. Um, you know, I haven't really seen it, like, with, I mean, Kyle, Tom, Dan, I mean, Tom's really the only exception, but that was because he took a break from the league, but all these, like, you know, big-name managers on these teams – they're kind of stuck there which kind of like ryan reminds me that's like a such an interesting he's such an interesting player because yeah, I was gonna say he that. like he's pretty much a manager but he also isn't at the same time because yeah. alex alex the manager of that team and i mean what was that like for you as a pred to have him come up were you on that team i was I, okay. well so he we traded for him in the middle of the year yeah. we started we started that we started that year we got swept our first two series and then yeah. i think we finished um, it was like seven and zero we or something. We, like I think we I think we lost one game maybe or yeah finished uh, undefeated. Um, but yeah, Ryan is an interesting player. I, th- I would I would compare um, sort of Warda myself and um, Zerlag and um, and also I guess uh, the Diamondbacks manager oh, in the uh, sense yeah. that 
you know, we're not necessarily, like, the studs on the team, mm-hmm. whereas, like, you know, you're kind of the main pitcher. Yeah. Um, Kyle Schultz on his team, obviously. So we kind of got to, like, move the pieces around and be more strategic with it. And the, the trade that Alec did to bring Crash just, you know, finally brought the Preds over yeah. that um, that sort of threshold. How, how do you like – because I know you've pitched in a couple games and stuff like that. Are you Do you like getting on the mound or no? I Honestly, like, I love it. It's definitely, like, frustrating just because, like, I suck. Like, if you know, <laughs> you guys don't – like, you see some of – you only see the last pitch, right? So yeah. it's like you maybe maybe you see me walk them, but you don't see the the three pitches the before battle. that where it's like, yeah, the battle to get there where, I, like, I barely miss them. I've never, you know, been able to, like I, – I can't throw enough pitches. Like, yeah. it's like I can throw a slider – and, you know, I can throw a fastball in there. Um, but other than that, it's kind of like I'm pretty one-dimensional and I'm definitely not accurate enough to be, like, a starter. That'd actually be one video that I think would be kind of cool if Kyle could figure out how to do, like, a compilation of, like, the best at-bats. Because I remember, like, I had yeah. an at-bat, like, I think it was last year. I think it was against you guys. Yeah. It was, like, an 11-pitch at-bat where yeah. I got down, like, 1-2, and I just kept hitting foul balls, and then I ended up walking. Yeah. And that's all they see is just a walk. And they saw me, like, get all excited. And it's like, why are you getting excited about a walk? It's like... Because that was an eleven pitch yeah. at bat, like I, I grinded that at bat. Right. I mean, he go he does so much editing, and like he, obviously, you know, if you put every pitch in there, it's going to be oh, like a three hour so video. So he's got to keep it kind of short and sweet. But um, yeah, it is funny to see like you know kind of that last pitch mm-hmm. and how people react when it's like they the you know the fans don't see like what went into all that yeah. at bat and all the cool pitches like the first pitch. You know, like throwing a sweet first pitch strike, like that doesn't even I know. that doesn't even make it into the video. Yeah. but that changes the whole at bat. I think it was Ryan. Ryan had a funny quote about that or something like that. Someone threw a really nasty pitch. It might have been in the All Star game or something like that. And we were kind of freaking out about it. Ryan just goes, "Wasn't the last pitch? Doesn't even matter. No one's gonna see it or something like that." Yeah, yeah. Like, if it's not the last pitch. No one sees it. So, um, but one of that, like going back to kind of your character and stuff like that, just something I admire because I remember two years ago when we were in the uh, when we were in the ALCS together um, and you know it was coming down to the end and I think uh, you either walked or struck out or something and probably struck out I, it might, <laughs> I think I actually I think you struck out and you were going to take the ghost the ghost runner spot in first because they had to come hit I think it was like beaten or something I was coming to yeah. hit and you had to go take a spot in first and you kind of like whispered to me so no one else could use like you're like give me another shot and yeah. I, I just admired that so much like because that's just that's the kind of player I am like I always want to be you know I want to be the one who either ends the game at the plate like either way like positively or negatively i want to either hit the the walk-off hit or i want to be the one that strikes out i don't want to really want to leave it you know to my teammates like i want to be the one that makes that difference and mm-hmm. i think i admire that like you're you're not willing or you're willing to like step up to the plate you know be the fall man if you don't succeed um but you want to be the person that kind of makes it happen because you trust sure. yourself but for sure i feel like yeah i feel like that too i feel like the the my first year with the magic um you know, I, I had a really good year batting, and so I kind of was that guy where it was like my team needed a hit, I'd get up there and yeah. try to be that guy. And this year was sort of different just because I sort of struggled at the plate, and, you know, fortunately enough, like, Chadwick was just hitting nukes, and yeah. and we picked up LJ, and he was doing great. So I sort of had to take, like, a backseat role and just try to not be the out, you know, like try, mm-hmm. to, try to get a walk or try to just get something positive so that, you know, those guys could bring me around. I mean, from what I remember, like, obviously we just said, you know, you don't get to see every pitch, but when we played you guys, again, or at least for me, when I was pitching against you, you were putting up some really tough at-bats. Like, there were so many pitches, and you could see how frustrated I was getting because there were some pitches I was throwing. I was just like, how is he not swinging at this? Like, yeah. old Jack would have swung at this because he wants to get that base hit, but, you know, that kind of just, I mean, it's a 
it's a great thing that you did this year. Like you were like, okay, I need to be more patient. Um, and I think it, it got you on base a little bit more, maybe it not did. based on, on hits, but you know, walks and stuff. Cause there were some pitches that were so close and I was like, how is he not baiting on this? How is he not yeah. falling for this? But I, yeah, I think in the past, um, past years, I, I w- I've always been up there in the league in, in terms of striking out, but in the past years, it was a lot of me just swinging at bad pitches. Mm-hmm. And this year I really tried to like make the pitcher, you know, throw me a good pitch. Yeah. And so I, ha- I actually had a decent amount of walks this year and there were so many pitches in the videos where, like you said, it's the last pitch and like, it looks like it's right there and I should be swinging and I don't swing and strike yeah. out. But that's only because like, I saw that same pitch yeah. three pitches ago, uh-huh. you know, twice in a row and it looked the same and it didn't hit. So, yeah. you know, I was up in the count and then fell back or whatever. And then it looks like I should swing and I'm trying to get a walk and I don't, but yeah. Um, I also think one thing that um, would be kind of cool to talk about, because I think a lot of the fans, I don't know how much you have to say about it. Cause I, I, for me, it's pretty simple, like kind of what happened. But I know a lot of the fans have always wondered what happened to Hook. Um, and, you know, I don't, like, obviously he had a great opportunity, and I think, and he took it. So do you want to talk about, like, how that kind of transpired? Yeah, so, he, um, you know, obviously brought Hook in the first year. Um, he did really well. He did really well. He started off slow, but, you know, he's got a baseball background, so he figured out how to chuck the ball. And, um, yeah, it basically, you know, this past summer he got a really good um, opportunity for an internship in Chicago and ended up moving there. So I think he's staying there. So yeah. I think his time – in the league's probably over for yeah. now. Um, and it was unfortunate to lose him because I think, you know, if we had him around um, this past year, our, our team would have had a lot of depth, especially pitching, which yeah. could have, you know, made the difference in the mm-hmm. postseason. That's also kind of like a it's kind of scary thing to me is um, what's happening with the league. Like, all, a lot of these guys are kind of getting to that age, which I think is a new, um, an important reason to have this draft where we can, you know, bring in young players. But a lot of these big names and, you know, guys that fans have fallen in love with so like so i mean we saw it with noah just now mm-hmm. um but all these guys you know are about to graduate college yeah you got internships you got jobs you know you got real life kind of coming at you so it's kind of time for people to start moving on and i think it'll be interesting to see kind of you know who's next like after yeah. noah and stuff because i mean you got you alec tom kyle i mean obviously kyle and tom are a little bit different story but yeah you know all you guys are about to graduate soon, so. For sure. I mean, that's life. Like, you know, uh, as much as we love wiffle ball, it's maybe at this point not something you can do yeah, for the yeah. rest of your life. But I was super, super impressed with all the rookies that we drafted this year. Like, they were all studs. So, um, you know, I guess that's just a testament to the stuff that we're doing in the off season mm-hmm. and the people we're bringing in the league. Obviously looking to keep the league as youthful as possible yeah. and, you know, give those young guys a shot and, um, you know, let them – let them showcase their abilities. Yeah, I'll tell you what though, YouTube's like, I'm thankful. Like, I think we take it for granted now, like us, us in the league. But you know, hopefully, 10, 15, 20 years in the future. I mean, maybe shorter for some of the other older guys. But you know, when we start to have families and stuff. I mean, that's gonna it's gonna be just such a cool thing, kind of show like yeah. our families and kids and stuff like that. Like, look what we were a part of. Look what and hope. I mean, hey, maybe it's still gonna be. I mean, hopefully, I mean, I think it could definitely still be going on then. Um, I just think it would be cool, like, hey, we were a part of this. Like, this was such a cool thing that we were able to do. No doubt. I mean, you look at it, like, at just how far we've come from where it started, yeah. you know, and, like, to think where it could be, like you said, in 10 years. I, I can't tell you how many people have pulled up a video that they've never seen, whether they're, you know, someone my age or even an adult, and I just show them the video, and they're just kind of, 
you know, blown away at at the uh, at the videography and all the editing and just how you know it looks like a full like ESPN production. Yeah. The the YouTube videos really are um, really are incredible, like in that sense. So yeah, it's cool. That was, like how was the how was the film and the production of the Thirty for Thirty? Because I mean that that must have been super cool to be a part of. I wasn't in it. I oh, you were it. in it? No, because that was the year. That was the year they. Oh, they, I thought they, they still would have. I thought they still would have brought you in. For I some wasn't of even. It. No, I don't even think I was in it. I don't wow! Think I was in it at all, yeah. Oh my gosh, my back! I, I haven't <laughs> I haven't seen it in like a year, so I kind of forgot what happened. But oh, Kyle, what the heck! Yeah, man? I know. I got jobbed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, there was one more thing. I, I mean, there might be a couple more things, but one thing I definitely want to talk to you about was the home run derby you were in. I think oh. Kyle ended up pulling it out, but I mean, the oh. performance you put on. Yeah. was second to none. I mean, I was there and just watching you blast Homer. Like, and let me tell you, folks, these homers were not just homers. <laughs> I mean, the balls Jack were hitting were out of this world. Like, he was hitting them <laughs> like the equivalent to a baseball, like 500 feet. These things were no doubters. It was, it was, I mean, it was just fun. I mean, I was so upset this past year because I just had such a poor showing. Yeah. But that first year, I think... Um, it sort of fed off like the fact that it was my first derby. Uh, didn't really have any was that expectations. Your first derby? Yeah, it was my first okay. derby. Um, I literally didn't bring the sh- like I forgot my shoes that I want to wear, so I was doing it in Crocs. So like I had <laughs> I had no like grip in the box or whatever. But yeah, I basically just tried to hit it as hard as I can. And it's funny like rewatching the video because you can hear Kyle like the- after the first couple he's like excited and then I keep going and-, and I'm hitting him and he's like Jesus Christ like you're hitting these <laughs> like yeah. you're killing the ball. And that that ended up being my downfall was like you know you got, I got you to the third so tired. I got to the third round and Kyle's just you know silky smooth he could yeah. hit four hundred of them all day and I'm you know I'm getting gas in the third round so <laughs> yeah. that was like you know my my strength ended up being my downfall yeah but. I actually I actually won one um, in seventeen our second our last year at Colts Field right on which was kind of cool but I've had this curse in the home run derby the past every year since we've done it at the new field where I've hit the uh, the double out can. Mm-hmm. multiple times yeah. Yeah. so I get screwed yeah. I think this year I hit it twice I was getting screwed over meanwhile I got Russell chirping in my ear the whole time <laughs> I'm trying to bat it's like my home run derby like, there's no fun involved for me when I'm in the home run derby because I got I got people chirping in my ear I'm worried about hitting the, the negative cash like what a time everyone's heckling you i i the biggest thing honestly is just having a pitcher who knows where you like yeah. where you want to hit it like the first year dan was pitching to me and he threw me like two in the same spot and i crushed him and he knew exactly where to put mm-hmm. it after that and uh in the past year in this last year i don't remember who i had thrown to me it might have been dan but he just was putting him in a different spot and oh, like, i know couldn't dan- get that one to like where he knew yeah. to be consistent you know dan's like known in our league as like the BP he's the best thrower. pitcher. He's the best BP thrower. And so, literally, by the end of the night, this kid's arm must be trash. Yeah. The funny thing from this year's home run derby, I remember, is they had Alec because Alec is known for you know hitting that, getting under that riser. Yeah. And so Kyle was throwing it underhand like he was throwing his riser. And the first one he threw, Alec yacked it out of the yeah. park, and I he was like, Oh it. my god, this yeah. might be the new strategy. Yeah, he bombed it. It's a little. I mean, the riser is just like it's it's tougher. It's tougher to locate a riser. Yeah. You know, it's, it's also tougher to to pitch it consistently so it's like 
I don't know if that's something sustainable to do in the no. home run derby, but Alec for sure just he doesn't hit you know overhand pitches like the, no. the ones that he get a hold of are all underhand pitches when if you, you watch the film. So. I've always said when you see Alec's knee drop on a swing, it's gone. It's the most yeah. dangerous thing ever. As a, yeah. it's, you can pretty much chalk it up to a home run as a pitcher. You yeah. see that knee drop, it's like oh boy. Well, he's dropping his knee because he's he's seeing the ball from like the second it leaves yeah. their hand, so he knows exactly where it is and he knows where it's going to end up. So no matter where it, where it is or even if it's even if it's low and it's not going to hit the zone he can get down there because mm-hmm. he saw it so yeah um i think the last thing i'll i'll talk to you about you know, before we get going is this upcoming year is a little bit interesting for you um you know you got and i mean i don't know how much it'll affect you just because you got lj mm-hmm. but um and he's kind of a newer player and you got i mean last year that towards the end of the season i mean in terms of team like you guys were up there, you know, you guys took the Preds. I mean, I think the, that's what I think is kind of special about the AL. Obviously, the Cobras were down last year, but you look at the three teams that um, were battling out in the playoffs for the AL. I think any one of those teams you could have put up against the Gators in the World Series, and they would have put up a fight. Yeah, NL I think is like you know you have the Gators. I don't think the Diamondbacks would have you know succeeded that much in the World Series. Eagles have you know. They have that thing every year. They just, they have such great pitching. Their hitting never can get it done. But the AL is kind of that mix of just. It seems like every team is doing something right. Usually. Yeah, they all they all we all have you know solid pitchers and solid yeah. hitting for the most part. And, so. But you guys don't have a draft pick this year. So what's kind right. of like what do you guys what's going on in the uh, you yeah. know, team discussions? Or are you guys kind of just like hey you know we ended the season on a pretty high note last year. Let's just carry that on. Or are you guys looking like hey what can we do to you know maybe improve that maybe try and get a roster spot for something from somebody like what's going on there because i know for sure i know yeah. kyle has talked a little i don't know how much i don't know if he's talked to ever all the managers about it i know at least for me he's talked a little bit about limited free agent signings and how free agents are going to work this year is going to be a little bit different than in the past what's kind of going on with your team discussions going into next year yeah so i think um you know obviously we don't have a draft pick yeah. um but i'm happy with um myself jason and liam and so that that was kind of our core three to end yeah. the year so you, you can definitely expect um us three to be back and then um building off that you know i definitely want to get around um try to do some trading see what we can work out Mm -hmm. um just to make sure that our team is a little bit deeper and we have you know guys that consistently um can show up um you know i don't know whether that's trading for a draft pick i'd like to be in the draft if at all possible um but it could just be you know trading for someone who's already in the league that Mm -hmm. you know i I know he's got upside um and yeah just trying to I know, I know, I know. I tried to, t- I know, I tried to trade with you a little bit. I think yeah. in the summer, and you shot it down pretty quickly, which is totally understandable. <laughs> I was hoping maybe you might go for. It. I was hoping maybe the uh, the number one pick might entice him, but a little failed, uh, a little failed trade that went on this year is. Um, I offered Jack my uh, my number one pick uh, for for LJ for Liam, and he immediately was like, no. And I was like, "Come on!" He was like, "I like him personally. Like it, yeah. it wasn't just a, it wasn't just a skill based thing." He's like, "No, I lo- Liam's my guy." And I was like, "Okay, yeah. I respect it. I respect it for sure." I mean, like, I, I, I love having guys on my team who, um, who I would enjoy hanging out with, yeah. you know, personally and like them as a person. And obviously, LJ is a great player, but I also just, uh, you know, was drawn to him from ha- having him on the team. He was just very cool, very kind you know very competitive and like that's what i wanted so you never know you know drafting someone like i hadn't even met jason Mm -hmm. i kind of just referred to kyle and tommy on like hey what's the scouting for the guys in the winter league and they 
they said, you know, this kid will be good. He'll be there for your pick. And I picked him, and he's awesome, too. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I, I kind of like uh, maintaining the guys who uh, I vibe with. Yeah, I think I just have one last quick question, and it kind of popped up in my head. What's been the difference, I guess, in, you know, we've talked a lot about your personality and, like, the fact that you switch over from the Preds and the Magic. The Preds, I feel like, I mean, the image that comes in when I think of the Preds is – you guys all walking in with your sunglasses and cleats. So you guys looked very unison, especially like, I get the image of, of Jack Agger in the gray Preds jersey. Like that is my image of Jack Agger. With the <laughs> I still have that hair. jersey. <laughs> I know. It's a great, it was a great uniform, but you know, you guys kind of had that persona. You guys had the big energetic persona with the sunglasses. Like what's, what, when you kind of started the magic, did you have any thoughts? Like this is what I want our team to be. Was it almost just like you kind of knew because you know your personality, did you not worry about it? Um, did you um, model off the Preds at all, or did you just kind of say, "Hey, let's get it going, see what's uh, going on"? You know, like it's when 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 I left the Preds, it was like we had a lot of we were obviously like very energetic and yeah. stuff, and like you know wanted to get hype, but we had sort of um, we had a lot of like big personalities. Like we had Warda, we had myself, even Cratch. You know, he's he's somewhat of a big personality too. He's he's quiet at times, but mm. also um, can sort of put himself out there. And Russell obviously is yeah. a quiet kid, so like. It was kind of always, um, you know, big personalities trying to figure it out. But really, all I wanted to do was, like, I wanted to be the scrappy team, like, kind of how we talked yeah. about before. Like, I don't have a baseball background, so if I can get some guys who, who do have some baseball, some that don't and are just athletes, just guys who are willing to be competitive and show up and, at the end of the day, you know, yeah. just have a good time. That's what we're there to do. Yeah, cause I know, like, for at least for my team, like, we've all, we always kind of, we kind of struggle with it at some points, so, like, I, I, what what's our identity and stuff like that? Because, I mean, I, I mean, I, I think it's pretty apparent, um, you know, whether I like it or not. I mean, I've, you know, I've kind of started to warm up to it. I kind of used to, like, hate the idea of being, you know, the villain of the league, but at yeah. this point, I think Someone's it's just... Someone's gotta do it. Yeah, I think Someone's it's just time to embrace it, and honestly, like, we've had discussions this off-season, you know, you can, if you kind of look back at some of the videos um, throughout our whole, you know, existence as a team, there's been videos, you know, we try to play the villain part, or we, you know, we backtrack and say, hey, let's let's not do that, let's try and be, a, you know, team, let's let our play do our talking, and we've had a lot of discussions around the off-season, at least with our team, and it's like, you know what, let's, let's just screw it, like, let's embrace this villain, um concept and just run with it like if you don't like our team whatever but you know if you're a fan of our team i mean you're gonna love it so i think that's i think it's an important thing to find out your identity as a team i think you guys have done a really good job of that um i mean what you described is how i see you as a team like that scrappy gritty team it's like it, it almost reminds me of like that um just like a like a college football team that isn't the power five but you know gets things done like For sure, the, yeah. i mean coastal carolina this year you know yeah. you look at them and how they played their games they were like the scrappiest team out there but you know they went undefeated cincinnati like, stuff like that yeah um i it's, think an it, identity is so important yeah it's also like just the aspect of obviously we're, we're not we, we've never been at the top of the power rankings or anything mm -hmm. you know like we haven't had uh, a target on our back really it's more us trying does that to, help just, you a i bit? think so i think us being the being the underdog and you know not having the um you know the kyle schultz or the daniel schultz yeah. on our team and we're, we're just going out there with who we got and trying to get a w i think that helps us out because you know you got nothing when, to lose yeah, you got, you got, yeah we really got nothing to lose no one expects us to do um, Espe yeah especially you know, this year incredible I mean, stuff so especially this year because i mean not to like i don't think it's a, a bag of negative on you or anything like i don't think you guys were i think at the beginning of the season you guys weren't expected to do that much yeah no especially sure. during the playoffs and once you guys made the playoffs i mean you guys just had you guys had the uh, the backs of MOW fans just, like riding with you. Like they were, they were like, "Let's go, Magic!" They like, 
they they were rooting for you guys even magic like that weren't magic fans it was almost like in the movie miracle when you have some <laughs> of the russians rooting for usa it's like yeah. everyone loves an underdog and it was kind of i think this was like i think this year was the perfect storm for you guys with jay with chadwick and liam like getting those guys you know yep. having really nothing to lose um i think it's everything worked out for you guys this year and it, you guys were so close to making you know that that alcs and i think once that happens like anything can happen once then if you guys beat yeah. the preds i mean you guys have shown you can beat anybody so yeah for sure i mean we were I, there we were there yeah, you know it's it, just a couple couple better game pitches, inches, couple game better inches, swings man. so you know but yeah I, I, mean, I was happy with how it turned out yeah and i hope uh, i hope next year i mean i'm never hoping for a team to you know do badly i mean you always want to you have to beat the best to be the best so i hope you guys are even I mean I hope you guys improve on what you guys need to improve and I hope we improve and now I hope we have a good series next year because I mean our series last year that's a, that was the was, best series at MLW I don't care series. World Series or anything it was the craziest series it literally had everything it was nuts and I think like literally by the end of that series I was emo- I was not only physically exhausted I was emotionally and mentally exhausted like I literally I got home I didn't talk to anybody like yeah. I just I was like I can't do anything like I was so gone but I mean I that's what you hope for honestly like, even though we came out the negative side that's the kind of series you hope to play like, you don't want to boring like that for like, sure you want to be competitive and stuff so i mean i hope you guys are competitive next year i hope you guys are able to do i mean i can't say i hope you guys make the playoffs because i hope we make <laughs> the playoffs too but we'll see what happens um i good luck to you next year man and i hope you know everything with the off season and uh the mlw season goes well for you absolutely brother good luck to you all right and um that's probably gonna be it guys i mean we'll see what the editing but i think this is what's gonna round out the show so I appreciate you guys for listening in. I'll catch you back weeks. I don't, I'm not sure who will be the guest next week, but you know I hope you guys enjoyed Agner. I, I know a lot of you guys have been asking to get him on. I knew he he's really wanted to get on, so I'm glad we could, we could get him on. And I think we had a really good you know conversation about everything. So I hope we get you guys back next week. And uh, thanks for joining in.